0: Welcome to episode 115 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. And fam, we love you. We do all of this for you. And if you're with us for the first time, let me tell you a little bit about Worship Leader Props. Here are our goals. We want to entertain you. We started as a meme account, and so we want to make you laugh. And when you laugh, hopefully we remind you that you're not alone in all the challenges that you're facing and all the props that you're dealing with. Number two, we want to encourage you. Uh, that's where this conversation comes in like today on the podcast Uh, we want to encourage you in your walk with christ and your craft as you live in community uh, with others who are serving the local church and we want to equip you Um, that's what leads us to do the worship leader probs coaching network and all the resourcing uh, that we do Um, we want to we want to be your go-to resource for worship and production, and we love you. We are ones of you. Uh, we're all serving the local church, and I am here with two of the great ones, okay? We've got not only the Biggery Viderchi, but we also have the newly crowned
1: Big Yonce.
2: What is up?
1: <laughs> the, the Big Yonce. The Big thing about nicknames Yance. is, man, once you got them, like, it's really hard to shake them. You know? Yeah, I can
0: tell you that for, <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, it's always good, uh, you know, when the three of us get together and just talk shop and talk ministry and try to encourage a ton of people. And so, man, big shout out to, to everybody! Hey, real quick, and tell you where we're going today. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have some uh, great conversations around this whole idea. A couple of DMs that have come in about pride, as well as encouraging your team during the middle of COVID. So we're gonna take a, a dive into that. We're also gonna laugh heavy at at uh prayer concerns which is let's just be honest that's why we're tuning in man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love our uh, our prayer concerns but and we're going to give you some great some great resources and some some things that help you move the ball down the field and make your ministry better and jen why don't you tell us about one of those resources that can really aid and help us in our ministry
2: I would love to. Guys, I'm going to talk to you about Planning Center. now well, here's the deal. They're amazing. You hear us talk about it every single week. They make software that's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. Planning Center is a set of online software products you can subscribe to individually, or you can use them all together as a full church management system. And you can always try any product of theirs free for 30 days, which is incredible. They recently nice. launched a new product called Publishing. Publishing is a way to create custom pages within the church center mobile app and website. You can share your own content. You can share sermons with your congregation using that church center app and the website. So go check it out. Give it a try. Planningcenter.com.
0: Mm-hmm. They're the best. Our friends at Planning Center. We love them. Um, so how are you guys doing? Jen, Weathercheck. What's up? What's going up in Phoenix? Uh, Indianapolis, we got 11 inches of snow on the ground. It's horrible. It's awful and I hate it.
2: How's I kind of don't want to I kind of don't want to tell you. I feel bad. <laughs> I'm seeing what everybody else is going through right now and I'm like, "Oh uh, man. It is 65 and sunny oh, here today. On. It's going to be 70-ish tomorrow. So, wow. you know, the weather's It's the complete opposite of what you guys it's are the going. Complete through. Opposite.
0: So, the, Scott is in Orlando. So, what is your weather
1: like right now? Um, I'm actually, I've got a little bit of a chill in my uh, my uh, shorts and t-shirt uh, here, um, but uh, I trust the Apple Watch tells me that outside it's 84 degrees, so after this, I'm, oh my word. I'm jetting now Yeah, I did something a little different this, this year. We took February and took some vacation and some and some remote work and got out of the Midwest. Um, just, you know, one of the major, major things, just being real just real open is like, I just, I don't do great when it comes to February and gray skies and mm-hmm. the gloom and, and stuff. I've looked at my wife in the past and I'm like, do you think I'm depressed? And she's like, I think you got some seasonal stuff that's going on. And so I'm down chasing some sunshine and uh, I got out of Dodge just as the huge snowstorm was hitting. And I'm not going to lie. It's pretty glorious. Um, but I hate on the people <laughs> who are like, it's yeah, look, here's a picture of this for all my snow friends back here. Like that doesn't do anybody any good. So I'm just not right. going to talk, talk about it, but uh, I am going to go outside in my shorts later. nice oh man I would trade
0: with either one of you yeah well here's the thing
1: but when it cools down when it cools down I can put on this nice fluffy like sweatshirt you know what I mean Mm. black Mm -hmm. with some WLP logo up on there if only if only other people could get that somewhere
0: right worshipleaderprobs.com fam you can get it there (laughs) you get hats you get shirts we got new shirts we got long sleeve tees we got hoodies we've got Um, we got all kinds of stuff, man. So go check that out at worshipleaderprops.com. You got to, uh, you got to be in it to win it. So go get you some gear. Um, uh, hey, real quick, you guys have a, like a life verse or like a ministry theme verse, either one of
1: you. And I think Galatians 220 is my go-to man, that, uh, um, I've been crucified with Christ and I no Mm. longer live but Christ lives in me. You know, that's a, that's kind of a, been on one of my, one of my top. My top for a bit, but yeah, that's a what about you, Jen?
2: Oh gosh, there's too many to pick from. Um, I'll probably say I always come back to Psalm 91, Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. because my mom had us memorize it as kids, so I got memorized by heart. So that's what I tend to go Mm -hmm. back to. I pray that over my kids, pray it over my team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good one. So good. good So good. So good. I'm not gonna quote it because it's the whole chapter.
1: Flex. Yeah, I'm, I'm really the whole book nice. of James for me. Um, yeah, and the Deuteronomy, <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to quote that right now because I don't want to like show off. You know, yes, I hate to just limit God. it to one. Song, that and Ecclesiastes, and I, I can't these,
2: just you know. pick one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: <No>. exactly. <laughs> uh, mine, mine is uh, comes from Colossians three, sixteen and seventeen. Let the message of Christ uh, dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Mm. Uh, and then 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's always been mine. Mm-hmm. That's good. Helps me it know you better. <laughs> Both it, of that's
2: you. hard to pick one. I don't...
0: They're all so good.
2: I, I know. They're all I, so I, good. do really have one.
0: Speaking of something that is really good, Experience Conference,
2: oh, yes,
1: Experience it's coming conference. in September. <laughs> it is it's man. coming in
0: September. It's and it's guys, we've told you this so many times. It's a it's a worship conference at Walt Disney World.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: how how can you how can you up the game from that? <laughs> so we're gonna meet at uh, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort in September. Scott, what are the dates? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: Uh, September is it seventh? Is that right? Seventh
0: uh, so. through the tenth, probably. Yeah, if, if only there starts was the day after Labor Day, it, you know? right? <laughs> it starts the day after Labor Day and runs through Friday. Uh, Friday about noon, so you can you got time to get home and uh, get saddled up for the weekend.
1: Seven to ten, seven to ten, and here's the deal: we're gonna um, man main, amazing main sessions with uh, with speakers, worship leaders. Uh, 50 or 60 worship, workshops that are designed everywhere from leadership to leading, uh, now some new brand new workshops on leading children's ministry, uh, leading worship in mm. children's ministry, um, as well as worship and production, uh, more workshops than, than you can attend. We record them all so you can get them, get them afterwards. But the real magic, just like in music, the real magic happens between the notes. You know, so it's the conversations you have in the hallway. It's the people that you meet over lunch. And uh, really, Brian and I developed a a relationship uh, from being at Experience. And so it's got a great deep place uh, in our heart. Um, I would love to tell you all the artists and speakers that are going to be there. And I can tell you some of them, but I can't tell you all of them because uh, contractually we're not, we're like close to ink, like like the pen is in the hand, but we haven't inked them yet. So we don't have permission, but I can tell you that uh, Natalie Grant, will be there. We're excited to, to bring her back. If you've never been around that, a great anointed, mm-hmm. you know, she's just one of the people that when they start singing, you're like, I don't, what you could voice. sing Yankee yeah. Doodle Dandy, and yeah. I am in the throne room <laughs> of God, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, just a great heart that she carries uh, with her. Charles Billingsley, who's a friend uh, and a friend of the conference, is gonna be there and is gonna speak uh, and gonna, sh- gonna share with us. Uh, and then Vertical um, out of uh, out of Chicago as well is gonna be there. And then Andy's gonna spend some time speaking and in uh, the lineup just continues to get better. And we can't tell you everything, but I'll tell you one of the highlights is that during one of the workshop times there's going to be a little live recording brian you want to tell them about that
0: absolutely so we've done this for the last couple of years and it's just been a total blast uh, where we record an episode of the podcast with the live audience and we take questions and we just have a fantastic time uh, so we're going to do that we're going to have some sort of a wlp hang I think Big Yance mm-hmm. is is uh, running point on that, and nice. you need to be very afraid yeah. whenever <laughs> Jen is on the point on something. It will be very extra, so you need to be you need to come and. It is gonna be it's gonna be awesome so worship uh, you can you can get us uh, at experienceconference.com. Uh we got a price increase coming February 28th yeah. I believe so jump on it man jump yeah. on it while it's uh, while you got a discount
1: get in there now and you can get uh, special rates on hotels I guarantee you it's the cheapest you will ever stay on Disney property if you choose yeah. to do that and so we would love to see you there because it is like it's the greatest week of camp for worship and production <laughs> and I- even if you're on worship and production. If you're in any kind of worship or you're just worshiping, I, I get to go with my staff and worship with my staff there. Mm, so mm. we do say it's like the greatest week of camp, except the, uh, the snacks are like way more expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but, but, And
0: <laughs> you're doing something, some special stuff this year for uh, people who do worship for children. Right. Right. Yep. We'll so have it's some, not we'll have even just adults. Yeah, mm, exactly. Yeah, and leadership, we've
1: awesome. we got a group of, of senior pastors that are coming from out West. I know that are already scholarship. They're going to be there. Like we just can't say enough about it. So love to see you there. experienceconference.com dot com, and then follow us on all the socials too, because we're going to continue to update uh, what happens there, and even some some special stuff that we even can't we we just can't talk about.
0: It's going to be. It. But you trust us. If yes. if we've done anything over one hundred and fourteen episodes, hopefully we've earned some trust. So just trust <laughs> us that what's coming is going to blow your mind. Uh, So join us there. Hey, you know, our friends at Five Words Media, Daniel Gorley, he's gone crazy again, and he's given away an AVL system valued up to $200,000. A couple of weeks ago, uh, live on the Worship Leader Probs Instagram, they announced the winner, Ohana Baptist Church in Honolulu, Hawaii. And uh, man, Mm -hmm. they are knee deep in design work and all kinds of stuff. So uh, keep your ears open about uh, updates and all the great stuff that our friends at Five Words are, are doing uh, to to help churches. And if you're looking for a an AVL uh, install person or somebody to talk to, uh, hit them up at uh, at Five Words Media. They're great, great, great folks. Yeah.
1: And as long as you are surfing the web, uh, roll back over to uh, worshipleaderprobs.com and hit the coaching tab there. We have people registering for the coaching network that's gonna, gonna launch very, very soon. And so today is gonna be kind of a, uh, just a little bit of stick your toe in the water of what that looks like. But every month, if you're part of the coaching network, uh, we take a very deep dive into a single topic. Uh, we'll, we'll do that live two times a month. It's the same thing, but repeated two times so that you can catch that live. You also get a link that will get you to a replay for that. In addition, if you're part of the coaching network, you're able to connect one-to-one with somebody who's professional in the field that you need. So, You know, um, Jen may come and say, I'm doing an AVL install and I don't know where to start. And so we're going to connect you with somebody who's uh, who's a professional in the field. Um, And it's not this is not like I'm giving you this company or we're pushing you to this. this, But here's somebody who can help you uh, in this as a person who works at a church that does that. Maybe it's a pastoral need or maybe it's a personal crisis need. We'll connect you one to one with uh, with somebody if you're part of. That coaching network, and then a, a a closed Facebook group where we get a lot of community that goes on. So we just can't say enough about it. So if you enjoy the podcast, you are gonna you are gonna love being part of the coaching mm-hmm. network, Absolutely. and it's gonna make you better. And if you get better, your entire team gets mm-hmm. better. And you know, Amen. one thing that makes yep. us better. I don't know about you guys, but when we're together, one thing that makes makes me better is when somebody pulls me aside at church and gives me their opinion. <laughs> you know, because I'm just, I'm just like, wow, how am I doing, people? I wonder if anybody would tell me. Oh, yep, there she comes. She's going to tell me. Hello, Karen. Which, apology to people named Karen. But so, so with that in mind, we roll into one of our very favorite parts of the WLP podcast, a little section we call Prayer Concerns.
0: Yeah, so if you're with us for the first time, this is what prayer concerns means in our context. So it's it's kind of like getting a report card from your congregation. Every now and then, they just like to check in, let you know how they think you're doing. D-minus. D-. Occasionally, they don't think you're doing that great. So um, these are... Uh, you know, they might use the, the comment section or the prayer request section of your connection card. Uh, they might use, uh, the chat of your live stream. They might use mm-hmm. a Google review or some kind of Yelp review or who knows they're coming. They're coming for you, fam. Yeah, they are. Vengeance is coming <laughs> and, uh, you just never know how they're coming. So we like to read these and People send them in from all over the world. You can do that as well at worshipleaderprops.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab and uh, it'll always be anonymous. We'll never use your name or your church's name. So let's jump right in. Prayer concern number one. As a church, we're reading through a book about making better decisions. And during the first week of the series, someone commented in the online chat, God has already given us a book to use to make better decisions. It's called... The Bible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> thank, thank you. The old Jesus juke. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Love it. Love it. All right. Number two prayer concern number two. I was told that one of the motion backgrounds we use looked like the Confederate flag.
1: Oh.
2: Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> Is that it? Oh, no. That's it. <laughs> well, that's enough, man. <laughs> That's it.
2: Oh man. Confederate flag.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, I wonder if it did. You're rolling up here looking at like the Confederate flag.
2: Oh. You wonder like did it look like it or was it like those ink block tests that <laughs> You
0: stare at it long enough. <laughs>
2: you stare at it. And it's like what do you see? Oh man.
0: <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Let's hope not. Goodness gracious. Okay, number 3. Prayer concern number 3. These are this is another short one. Your connection is the worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yet Probably i got i got your i got your uh, email so thank you for that exactly, your yes. like it was good enough it for could that be your connection that is the worst <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah. it's not you yeah. it's me it's not me it's you
0: <laughs> okay we i don't think that to my knowledge we've not done this before but the last two four and five are kind of a continual Step one is number four. Step two is number five. So they gotta go together. Okay. So prayer oh, like, a two for, like a two for one. It's a two for one. Oh, it's wow. One. Okay, great. So this is number four, prayer concern number four. Our executive pastor recently, recently uh, served a, a pulpit supply at another local church. And uh, <laughs> when one of the deacons introduced him to their congregation, he said, yeah, they're doing some pretty innovative stuff over there. Um, And we had recently added two wash lights to our stage. (laughs) (laughs) Innovative. (laughs) Two wash lights. Look out.
2: Look out. It's
0: getting crazy. (laughs) Crazy up in here. Okay. And part two, this will be number five, the bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. And lastly, I was at church early to get everything set up for our team and one of the older members walked in and saw the two wash lights that I mentioned in the previous prayer concern. He looks at me and said, lots of changes going on. Some I like. And dramatically pauses and looks at the stage lights. Some I don't.
2: <laughs> two, two wash lights. Wow. Two wash lights.
0: Some I like, some I don't
2: man. So
0: fam, those are prayer concerns. Uh, (laughs) Go to worshipleaderprobs.com and send yours in. Uh, It's totally anonymous. You can DM them to us on Instagram as well, but you are the writers of the (laughs) prayer
1: concern section. Yeah. and Do yourself a favor. Be careful with the wash lights. (laughs) Don't get too crazy. Don't get too crazy. (laughs) That's almost.
0: Uh, well, we <laughs> we've got all three of us here and so we thought we would bring back uh, a segment. You guys are always sending us DMs and we love that. Uh, continue to slide into the DMs and we're going to do that segment in fact today which is called sliding into the DMs. I love this one because this is like farm to table kind of <laughs> like food that's farm to table. This is like DM to podcast. I, that's a bad, I shouldn't have said that awesome. anyway. Okay. we got two, <laughs> two DMS we're going to tackle today. Um, the first one, um, and, and by the way, Scott has just graciously agreed to go first, which I think mm-hmm. tells you all you need to know about his heart, his heart for yeah, people and how, just, every how, time. how kind he is. <laughs> I know okay the first sliding into the DM question is how do you avoid platform idolatry and the person who asked this went on to say you know worship leaders and pastors sometimes you get treated like you're super special you're under the lights people know your name and recognize you when you're out to dinner there's cameras you know all that stuff how do you how do you avoid platform idolatry
1: well I've uh uh, I've combated pride in the past and I've done an exceptional job of um, really honing that in. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm really proud of the way that I have, I've stewarded the celebrity status and that like, as I was, as I was being uh, driven uh, from campus to campus in my, or not driven, but flown in my helicopter, I thought yeah. you have done an exceptional job. I mean, <laughs> So to clarify, Brian, this is, a, this is somebody who's asking not from a position of because my worship leader uh, or my senior pastor has private from a position of they're saying, how can, I, how can I avoid that personally because I'm on the platform? Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's kind of how, how I read it. They were like, you know, I'm maybe newer to this and I can see how that could maybe become a problem for me. How do we,
1: how do we avoid that? Well, first I would say this. The mm-hmm. fact that you're asking the question means that your heart is in the right place absolutely don't, it's great. Don't yeah, ever true. get away from that because the longer that you're in the position um, the the further away you can get from that because what happens is it, after a while if you're not careful your calling can turn into entitlement. Mm-hmm. I've been here for I've been here for, for 5 years. I know what's going on. Like I mm-hmm. can do I can do this. Now there's there's a fine line between um you know, confidence and arrogance, and you want to be really, really careful with that. Um, and and we've seen we've seen this happen, right? Like, and, and I get it. Um, you know, there's people people will recognize you. People will, you know, think different things about you. I mean, I was at a we did a staff gathering over at um, a guy's house who lived in one of the nicest neighborhoods in our city, and he had all of our pastors over and stuff, and this guy was like with our worship leader, he was like, man, I'm just kind of nervous around you because you're on stage and you play guitar and everything and all that, you know, and, and I'm like, I didn't think it now, but now that I'm talking about it, me personally, I'm like, why were you nervous around me? But you're nervous around him, but that's my own issue. Mm. But So he was like all enamored <laughs> with this guy, like I was just real nervous, and I'm like, what? Because we looked at this guy, and it's like, you live in the best neighborhood, not my worship guy, but the guy who was hosting us. You live in the best neighborhood uh, in our city. Um, you have your multiple business owners. Uh, you have luxury cars in your driveway. You have a family that looks like they just stepped out of a modeling shoot. Like you have money, like you have everything. Like what we should be the ones that it's just, it just goes to, to prove that like that everything on the outside is not the same as this So it's like, it's just, it's just all, all messed up. But I would say this um, to those who like are wrestling with pride or entitlement or who think they're on, on the road to that, and I would say this to you if you're leading the largest church, you know, I would say this to Craig Rochelle, who I, I greatly respect. I would say this to somebody, to a, a brand new worship leader uh, in a church holding a guitar on stage for the first time, I would say mm-hmm. this, you are not a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are mm-hmm. not a big deal. You are a filthy mm-hmm. sinner, everybody, right? So listen, you're Absolutely. not a big deal, he is. So humble mm-hmm. yourself yeah. before the Lord, let him lift you up and stay connected to Jesus. Like own your own space, mm-hmm. but like, just stay connected to Jesus. And like, as, as more and more people, if you're good at what you do, um, more and more people are gonna, are gonna be like, man, you're so great, you're so great. You're so, and just don't buy the hype, man. Just know who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't buy the hype. You are, you are saved by an indescribable and undeserved grace. And at mm. the foot of the cross, man, the, the, the playing field is, com- is completely, completely level. Like, I'd be interested, Jen, how do you, like, how you wrestle, wrestle through that? Because you're doing, guys are doing a lot of stuff. You're producing music. You're like, you know, yeah. you're, big, you're a deal.
2: I was going to say on a super practical level, I think something that we all have to be aware of is be careful of what we're looking at on social media yeah. and that kind of a thing, because I think that when we start to feed into it, like, oh, I'm following this person, that following, and it's okay to admire people. I think it's okay to look and get inspiration from what other people are doing, but I think that, Very easily, we can cross into a line of like envying and kind of wanting what they have and seeing their platform or seeing. You know, the following that they have, seeing their celebrity, if if we aren't careful, that's actually what we're really mm. wanting. When we say, oh, I just want to influence like them or I want to impact people. I think what we're really saying is I want to be recognized like they are. I want to be a celebrity like they are because, you know, we celebrate celebrities in our culture. Yeah. I mean, look at our culture. So I think that we have to be really, really careful with what we're looking at we have to constantly be gauging ourselves checking ourselves you know that in our daily walk with the lord really really reminding ourselves scott like what you said okay this isn't because of me i'm not a big deal this is because of your grace jesus this is because of what you did but even that god examine me every day and help me to see help me to know if i am on social media and i'm and i'm looking at these other churches and i'm looking at other leaders and that thing's starting to grow in me or it's feeding something in me that isn't of you help me to know and recognize it so i can cut that thing off so like something i even do personally is i don't know a lot of people's names as far as like big name, big name people. And Brian, and I've made jokes about that sometimes. <laughs> where I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. But uh, and, and sometimes it's like bad <laughs> to <laughs> degree because I'm like, I'm no it's clue who you're Thomas. talking about. You <laughs> but it's like, who? Who is Crystal? But it's almost like a, a safety measure I've tried to build within myself so that I, I can stay in my lane, that I can see that where God has put me is Significant and it's important, and you know, it's, it's okay. So, that, that's a safety measure I've built in with, within myself. So, super that's practical, really good, but, Jen.
1: that's really, really yeah. good. Um, hey, hey, Brian, I want to throw you a curveball. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about this, but I can't hit the curve, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Um, <laughs> you are one of the most humble guys I know. When I think about Brian Tabor, I don't think about pride. Um, but you're uh, you've been in worship ministry for a long time, uh, you lead at a mega church. Uh, you have the platform of WLT. literally, you know, you, you flip on Instagram and you've just got like an audience of people who are coming to you and, and like great deep influence. Like, and I don't know that you, you I don't know if you wrestle, I don't think you wrestle with the, the pride stuff, but what are it like, how come you're not prideful? Like, what are there things, are you safeguards that you have or it's just natural for you or like, like, I'm just really proud of how you're not don't have a lot of pride, which doesn't seem to be.
2: I'm proud of your lack of pride.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's a battle for for all of us. And I think I have early, uh, I was uh, early in my ministry, I was a guy who um, it was a little bit of a novelty that I was so young, but I, you know, my my parents were older when I, I was just, I spent a lot of time around older people when I was young and so, that I think in the beginning gave maybe what I would classify as the mask of me having this maturity that was unusual for my age, when probably that wasn't the case. I just knew how to play the game, you know. And so, um, that led me to some p- struggles with pride and, um, really feeling like, um, you know, I was for a while i really i kind of felt like i was all that this would be back in the beginning of my ministry mm. and what i started to notice um was as that seeped in it colored everything it colored yep. how i interacted with people it it colored my conversations it colored um where i wanted to shop for clothing it it colored you know everything it it started to um it started to ooze now I'm older than most people listening to this podcast, I'm sure. And so back then there wasn't email or voicemail. So when you got a prayer concern, it came in on a, a card from the weekend services. And then if you were going to respond to that, you had three choices. You could uh, you could talk to them face-to-face, you could call them, or you could, uh, <laughs> you could write them a letter and mail it with a stamp. Some of you may not do a lot of that, but that was a big deal. And so I made a couple of really poor judgment calls early in my ministry when uh, people would, um, it was really easy, and I'm not excusing this piece of it, but it was really easy for somebody to pick up that card, write something on it that might be kind of hateful and just drop it in the offering plate and uh, and forget about it. Uh, well, then I come in to work on Monday morning and the the people in the office have made a list of all of them and every single staff member has a copy of that in their mailbox and so we're all reading uh what the congregation thought of brian the the day before and so i i got into a really really bad habit of firing off letters to people and um i just remember i remember a, a one interaction in particular with a really who somebody who was a really dear lady and i think she was just having a bad day and she wrote a comment on this card. I fired a letter off to her. And the next time I saw her, she came up to me and uh, she was sobbing mm-hmm. um, because clearly she didn't, uh, she didn't really mean that. And Scott has talked about this before. When when you see things in writing, you're you're not able to hear the tone mm-hmm. of the person's voice. You can't see their face. You don't really have a full understanding of where that's coming from. And I remember as I, as I stood there and had a conversation with this lady, I, I, I just, I remember having this conversation of Lord help me, man, this is not who I am Mm -hmm. this. And more importantly, this is not who I want to be, um, in you. And so it was just a, it was a wake up call, man. And, and I don't win it every day. I really don't. Um, but I'm really working at it. And, I I honestly see, I see myself at this point in my life more as a steward than anything else. And just that reality of God has entrusted certain things to me, certain gifts, he's entrusted gifts to Jen and to you, Scott. And, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to be the, you know, the servant that buries it and forgets about it? Or are we going to be the people who really try to kind of fan that into flame and, and really see uh, what, what God can Mm do? And so, Man, I, I struggle with it just like everybody else does, but I I have some um, vivid reminders that that I can draw back on that remind mm-hmm. me of how when you let that pride seep in, how it just colors every it colors everything. And it's not a what the painting that comes out is not a beautiful right. painting.
2: Right. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: That's good. It's 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 interesting that you were able to to curve that and change that, which I think is what uh, this person is asking. And like you, you got to change it because the the path that you're on is is not going to lead to good places, right? That's Proverbs 16, Absolutely. 18. Pride goes before destruction, yep. and if you look at the destruction that comes, I mean, you, you just think about some 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 spiritual leaders even right now who have fallen, or who we found out about who have destroyed. Where what's the what's the the main issue in that? It's it's somewhere in there. It's pride, right, man? Yeah. You just you think yeah. that you're more than you really are, mm-hmm. and and in that there's also there because you're so proud, you're you you get yourself into a place where you have a lack of accountability. Like mm-hmm. you you have got to you have got to surround yourself with people who will tell you the truth. Mm-hmm not what you want to Absolutely. hear but will tell you the truth like Absolutely. And, and they need to say I'm hearing coming out of your mouth this um, and because what's in the heart leaks out of the mouth yeah. right which I think mm-hmm. Brian is one reason that, that I just noticed in you you've you've you're really walking in this with a lot of proficiency because as we just talk you know when we're you know and even the three of us when we're now recording just like man look look at all the stuff the Lord's blowing up and it's astounding what the Lord is doing and you just shake your head like i don't know what i'm just i'm just this dork like who's like whatever and i think the lord's like that's right that's Capital right d man. <laughs> that's right you're a dork, <laughs> and i'm just doing it but you got to have people who are around and it's been interesting as uh, I, i've noticed the every every time a leader falls like it hurts my soul you know for, what hurts it for them their family for the kingdom and all that but but if you look at at how their pride has taken them there, almost every situation that I know of, anyway, has this in in pro, uh, in, in common, and that is that they thought that they were celebrities, they thought mm-hmm. that they were above um, accountability, and that they were above being questioned. Mm-hmm. And man, you just can never get there. Yeah, you know, you just can't. Mm-hmm. You just can never get there. Not only we can think like, well, man, my church is big. My church is big. My church is big. We just did an interview. I uh, finished up uh, recording an interview with a guy whose church for Easter they had a hundred thousand a hundred thousand for Easter, right? Wow. Unreal. We're like, <laughs> unreal, wow, amazing! And I'm like, this, how many, how big is the world? What's the population of the world right now? Yeah, well, a hundred thousand really not that big, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in yeah. context, so like, like, we're not a big deal, we'll do what, um. Uh what what um Bob Coughlin taught us, man, we just keep making much of Jesus mm-hmm. there you yeah. go. and not of that's ourselves. It. And I right. think that, that's that, it. that takes care of ninety nine percent of the problems.
0: Right. But man And Scott, what I love what you said about surrounding yourselves with the right kind of people. You know, I was really blessed and I this is something I believe deeply in. I would encourage all of you, find a mentor, find somebody that is um, you know, my wife always says, you know, pe- my wife's a vocalist. People would always, how'd you learn how to sing like that? And she's like, I try to surround myself with good singers, people who were better than me. Like, if you want to learn how to run, go find somebody who's a great runner and runs faster and further yep. than run with them, you know? And so find a mentor, find somebody, find somebody who has access to your life mm-hmm. and you give them permission to ask you tough questions. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, I heard once and I forget who, I think it was Peter Wagner, who's... Um, a teacher, long time, long time ago, mm-hmm. and he said um, he kind of operates in a little bit more of the um, how do I want to say less traditional, more um, Holy Spirit moving stuff. I don't mean that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. he said he said this person who's praying for me, I gave the Holy Spirit complete permission to tell this person anything about me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm like, does it work like that? And if it does, mm-hmm. that freaks me out. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm like, would I pray that for any other person? Like it maybe go like, Woo, but here's a guy who's just like, Hello. I want to be accountable in the whole right, thing. You know?
2: Right. Yeah. I think too, when we hear stories of leaders that we admire, I think that one thing we have to do is remember that they're humans and we're yeah. all we all are capable of anything at any time. And so just to kind of let that be a sobering thought, you know, let it sober you in, in your judgment, let it sober you in how you conduct yourself and, and how, you, how you esteem yourself in your own mind because really all of us, every single leader, every single pastor, we are all humans. So we're all going to be prone to Mm-hmm. You know, sin, that's, what, that's That's still there. And so just kind of remembering that, that just because you're in leadership, it doesn't mean you're gonna be above it. It's something that you have to actively guard and work against and Amen. live with an awareness that, hey, this is here and I can't just be, be lax in how, I, in how I view things and, and pride specifically. I need mm-hmm. to have that accountability. I need to examine myself. I need to make my life accessible and I need to have a very sober mindset about who I am and, um, you know, what could happen. So. Yeah, and you're going to fall, right? You're, you're going to fall. Yeah. We're going to yeah. mess
1: up on this, and we're going to mess up in small ways and big ways. And yeah. because we're under the beautiful grace of God, like, He's going to restore us, man. So get it yeah. know that. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. Um, Okay, let's jump on the second one. Uh, Here's the question. During COVID, many teams are struggling. Uh, Some teams have people who are not willing to serve because they're fearful with the virus and all of those things. So how do you continue to grow, lead and develop your team during a season where there's a pandemic that kind of keeps people from getting together?
1: You know, in a strange turn of events, Jen has agreed to answer this question Big Beyonce. first. Big <laughs> right. This is so kind.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's been hard. It's been hard for a lot of churches. I mean, we even kind of came to the realization coming out of 2020 that we're like, okay, we've been kind of surviving. And you can't grow in survival mode. You can't. You can't move forward in survival mode. And so we very actively knew like, okay, we have to shift now. We have to shift mindsets. And so um, I've even experienced on my team, I have a few team members who aren't ready to come back yet. And I've just kind of held them loosely and I've been gracious and in contact with them. But you have to kind of, Keep things moving forward with what you have, and so you know a lot of prayer. Um, we've kind of come up with some like some fresh vision, and how are we going to keep moving forward? What do we what do we need to do to also strengthen our team? And so we're we're launching some team nights now that we've seen. Okay, people can kind of get together. We can space out, but I think that you have to continue to move forward. You have to continue to. Receive vision from the Lord. Some vision for some people is going to have to change a little bit because, you know, 2023 is a massive curveball and you can't keep doing what you were doing. So you might need to get some fresh insight, some fresh vision, or vision is the same, but the way you're going to execute it is going to change. But I think that as a leader, you have to be intentional about helping your team to continue to move forward. Come up with some sort of plans. And you don't have to bite off the whole apple at once. Start taking little bites. So what is it I can do today that's going to help my team develop? Okay, I can start planning monthly team nights. That's going to be the first bite I take. Okay, then when you get monthly team nights going, okay, what's the next step I can do to help my team keep growing? I can have auditions. Okay, I need more vocals. I need more you know, musicians. Well, new people have been coming to the church. you know, And if your church isn't meeting, okay, what what can I do? I think as leaders, that's tough. But as leaders, we have to To constantly be trenching and plowing the road ahead, because people are going to follow where we go. So if we aren't going, if we aren't leading the way, then yeah, your team's going to stagnate and not grow. So
0: I love that man, and I hear intentionality. Like
2: yeah, you've
0: got to be intentional because it's not it's not it's not easy to do that. Taking COVID out of the equation, so intentionality, man, you've you've got to be intentional to it, and and you know I, I I'm I face this all the time. Like you know we're. We're a church with multiple campuses. So, very seldom are, are people together where everybody's mm-hmm. in different parts of the city, you know, and, and doing some intentional things. And I, I would be honest with you to say, I don't think I've done a great job during COVID. I, I really don't. And um, if I was going to grade myself, it would, it, I wouldn't, I'm not sure I'd give myself a B. <laughs> um, even big, it's just a hard, it's ne- we've never been here before and it's really, really hard. Right. Oh and, yeah. And I am, I literally am dealing with uh, a couple of team members who are, they're just fearful. They have young, young mm-hmm. children. And, um, I totally, I totally get that. And I think, um, you know, to, you can't make somebody do that, you know, to just mm-hmm. be as respectful as you can. But like Jen said, man, you got to lead the way you got to be out there with your team working on, um, you know, just like as churches, we had to think outside the box, how are we going to have church how are we going to have services how are we going to gather together um, you know you can use some of those same principles to gather your team and and mm-hmm. uh, make sure that you're you're helping them through this because man when people are are fearful they need they need uh, they need something to hold on to they need a reminder of the hope that we have in Jesus they need to be mm-hmm. assured and encouraged in that
1: yeah right. we just um, our worship and production like everybody else we got really um, I mean, we we're running thin, not running thin, but I mean, we didn't have a line of people, you know, saying, please let me in when there's a, when there's a space and COVID hit. And so uh, as we've navigated that, our team, I mean, they just sat down together and are like, okay, we, we, we need to get more people on the team. So what are we going to do? So they started producing some behind the scenes videos, which was really pretty cool. Here's what mm-hmm. it looks like to run a camera on Sunday. And it was simple as, you know, a guy on his phone saying, here's what I'm doing or here's I'm running sound. And we just kept pushing those out on social media. Um, but one, and I haven't even talked to my team about this. I, I need to circle back around and encourage on them. On but one of our team guys was just saying, "Hey, if you want to be a part of this," then and he said, and he kept saying, "Family, come be a part of the family. Come be a part of the family." So as you're recruiting, you have to remember, you're not like, "Would would somebody please do me a favor and run front of house and learn how to do that?" Would somebody please do me a favor? First of all, you know, people are like, you're, "Now you're begging." But what you're you're, you're yeah. pulling people to a calling, like we always want to connect it to mission. Man, we want to help. We, we at our church, we say mm-hmm. we want to help people take a step closer to Christ. Here's a way that you can do that. But, and we're like, you may you think, well, I don't know anything about technology. You, can you operate your phone? We can teach you how to do some mm-hmm. stuff Same in our production. And so yeah. come on along with us. And then we we say to people too, like, hey, come and check it out. Come check it out for Sunday. Do behind the scenes. And if you walk away and you don't like it, then that's fine. You know, but it's like, if somebody mm-hmm. said to me, like, hey, do you want to run in front of house? I'm like, I don't know. I'd like, like <laughs> if I do or not, like, you know, I mean, am I signing up for the rest of my life to do it? But to know, I think we're going to have people that are coming back from COVID to are like, like, man, I'm, I'm out of the house. I was sitting on my butt on my couch watching. Now I'm sitting in the sanctuary on my butt watching. Something's got to change here. So how do, we get, mm-hmm. how do we get you more involved? Let yeah. me invite you to a calling and invite you to the family. And relationships is so key. Man, once you get people hooked mm-hmm. in with relationships yeah. and feeling good about it, then, uh, mm-hmm. then lights out. Absolutely. But it's a, it's a very, very real deal. I also wonder, too, it's like if the Lord's like, I, this is what he's teaching me lately in a lot of different avenues. Like, I'm going to give you just what you need. Sometimes it's going to be at the last second, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you just yeah. what you need. Like, right, man, i got to have a bass player. The Lord's like, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I'm yeah. like, right. what? Right. what? Uh, so it's a, yeah. a struggle, as the kids say,
0: mm. is real. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Guys, that's good stuff. That's really, really good stuff. Those are good DMs. You got thoughts on that. Um, send us a DM, a literal DM on Instagram and uh, tell us what, maybe what you've done to help uh, encourage and grow your team during COVID. Uh, we'd love, love, love to hear, uh, to hear from you. So thanks for listening again to episode 115.
2: Yeah, hey, make sure you hit that subscribe button on our podcast, wherever it is you're listening, and do us a favor, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Anything less than that is uncivilized, exactly. so don't do exactly. it. Five stars, nice review, that's what we want. <laughs> it's just a huge help uh, with us to get the word out, and um, we feel like this podcast brings value to people, and so the more people that hear it, the better, so help us out with that. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and realize that WLP is not just a, a podcast, but thanks for following us on all the socials. You can find worship at Probs on Instagram. Facebook and TikTok. And on Twitter, just search hashtag Worship Leader and get you there. And also don't forget about the coaching network. You're going to really want to be a part of that. Go to WorshipLeaderProbs.com and you can find out all the information that's there.
0: That's right, fam. We love you. Uh, and thanks to our uh, friends at Maven Media Productions for their help with the podcast. If you're looking for uh, somebody to help your church walk through some big decisions, maybe related to branding or social media, hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They are awesome, awesome people. And they, I guarantee you that they uh, they can help you uh, with whatever you're facing. And thanks to my friend, Scott Hoke, for our, uh, our intro. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And until next time. Deuces. Arriba,
2: dereche. Smell you later. <laughs>